What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode episode <laughs> for the Sex Experience Podcast. Of course, before I get into the podcast episode, you know, if you ever want to fulfill your erotic needs, get them understood, talk about them, discuss them, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, one, two, three. Book a session with me at www.fairyintimate.com. That is F-A-I-R-Y-I-N-T-I-M. I-N-T-I-M-A-T-E, fairyintimate.com, poof. (laughs) So as you can see by the title, I'm going to go ahead and put this out now, like a few disclaimers, because, yeah, I don't want to offend nobody, but I might offend some people, but sometimes getting uncomfortable can help you understand what it means to be comfortable. And we have to have like uncomfortable conversations at times in order to be great in life, so In this conversation, as you can see by the title, I feel like, personally, men do not have a safe space. And I want to talk about men in this situation because of how society is set up. I'm referring to men. Mm -hmm. Penis owners, um, even if you can relate to some of these things in a homosexual whatever kind of homosexual relationship, whoever takes on the mask role, the dominant one, whatever, I'm referring to men. But even when you hear the conversation, it's kind of obvious who I'm directing it to. So don't feel as if I'm throwing a shot at you when the shoe may not fit. You might just want to be a part of the conversation. Hopefully that doesn't sound offensive. Because I try not to offend people, but it'd be like that sometimes. But anyways, I personally feel like men don't have a safe space. And another disclaimer that I want to put out there is I am highly aware of issues around the world for gender, race, ethnicity, socioeconomic backgrounds, all that other kind of stuff. But the, uh, an issue that is really, 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 really annoying is whenever someone is trying to, someone or a group of people is trying to tell whoever about their feelings there's people who are combative like to be that likes to come back and say well this wouldn't have happened because of this and this happened and women go through these issues and i go through this and da 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 like ain't nobody saying that you don't have a struggle no one is saying that you don't have issues or problems that can affect or shape who you are as a person we are also saying that there are things that can happen to other people. So this is not something to be like combative about. It's just like listen to understand, to comprehend, to reflect. And you know, if you feel differently or whatever, you can always DM me and we can have a conversation about it. I'm always down for it. But anyways, so again, I feel like men do not have a safe space. For one, we require a lot for men, from men, from a man, from a male a penis owner, that type of gender in our life, requiring a lot. So poof. We see it on social media all the time. And if you don't have social media, but you listen to this podcast, then if you Google it, (laughs) TikTok it, whatever, whatever your choice is, you see it all the time that um, people will come forth and be like, when it comes to a relationship, I want a man that's going to provide, take care of me, that's going to buy me my dream home. He has to marry me within two years. He has to give me all these things. I want a man to have this, 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 this. 
society. A man, in order to be a man, you have to be strong. You have to not let um, people tell you what to do. You can't show emotions. You can't show that you're sad. You have to blah, 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 blah. Like, there's so much that we require from them that... It, I've wondered, do people ever get to the point where they just sit there and be like, bro, don't even do shit, just just chill. Because seriously, we require a lot from them. And then when they come back and say, hey, look, this is a lot of pressure or this is too much. I don't think I'm ready. I would like to just chill in the background. I would like to, like when they express what they feel like is best for them. And I'm going to say feel like because in some situations people can express things and they're only saying it based off of emotions in that moment and not a general concept so let's just say in a general concept he's like oh no i feel like this would be great for me this should be better this would be a better alternative blah 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 oh you're weak you're a punk you're this you're that you're not the man that you say that you are but like just throwing so many things to make them feel less just because they're trying to express what they feel like they need to be more. Hopefully that makes sense. But anyways, even then that leads into like daily struggles. That's the second thing. I have this stuff written down because my brain will go. Daily struggles that impact their mental health. Like (laughs) on a regular, on social media, in real life, it depends on whatever your life that you're living We hear it all the time. Men ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. When people say niggas ain't shit, they're mostly referring to men. And if you feel indifferent about that, you know, thanks for having your own opinion. But um, we know who they're referring to. You constantly hear men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. On a serious, serious tip, how do you think that makes a person feel if Every single day, they get told that they're ain't sh- that they're not shit because of somebody else's mistakes. Like, <laughs> even though astro- astrology is real, because somebody has been able to study the stars. There's a lot of things in this world that maybe we not- we may not agree with it because of our own religious beliefs, whatever. But we can't judge other people when they have like facts to show any and everything. But Imagine how it feels whenever, let's say you're a Leo male. Oh, I heard you Leo males are really toxic. And it's just like every single person comes to you and says that. And it's like, damn, I'm not toxic. I've been just put in fucked up situations. And when I made decisions, some people didn't like it. And they call it toxic. And then on top of that, sometimes some of the words that we use aren't even correct in the sentence structure so like if you're calling someone toxic just because they don't text you back within two hours that's not toxic that just means their time is busy on something else whether it's on another person or on work or on life themselves that's not toxic but we'll sit there and be like oh no they're toxic because they don't text back and it's like do you even know the definition of toxic really is neither here nor there but you get slurs like that being thrown at you on a consistent basis it can become annoying Baby daddy, baby mama drama. Not all baby daddy and baby mama drama is a thousand percent of the baby daddy fault. It's not. We're not going to sit here and act like there aren't some women in baby mother, baby father situations where they are using the child 
as a way for the dad not to see them because the mom can't get what she wants, whether it's money, sex, his status, um, his recognition, whatever the case may be. Some mothers even go to like the full extent to where they will remove the child from the father's life and it's and it breaks them down on the inside they be sitting there crying calling being like i just want to see my kid i just want to see my kid all that other kind of stuff yes we also do see on social media or just i need to stop saying social media because it's not the only place that we get stuff but we do see in real life that um baby mothers will claim that their baby daddies are terrible people when all actuality is them but what happens usually when a woman cries for help society is quicker to jump to the woman's side now we can talk about race another time because we do it's not like i'm again i'm very much so aware of what happens in society but in this conversation we're focusing strictly on having a safe space for men and what revolves around that. If a man goes and asks for help saying like, oh, this woman beats me. She does all these things to me, blah, 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 blah. A lot of times they're not going to jump for the man. They're going to be like, how you let a woman beat you up? How you let a woman do this to you? How you let her do that to you? That's what they're going to say. But then if a woman comes out, oh, he hit me. He abused me. He did this to me. He did that to me. Bada bing, bada boom. On his ass. Like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation, whatever transpired in their relationship transpired in their relationship. But what we will talk about is the fact that when Amber Heard came out and said all these things about him, they instantly put Johnny Depp through the ringer. He went through hell on earth. Then while his trial was going on and then he admitted his truths and she was up there just like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Then everything starts to take like this turn and there's like this confusion, all this other kind of stuff. And it's just like we don't create the opportunity for men to be able to be vulnerable and express themselves and say, like, I'm hurting. I'm going through something and this shit's really bothering me. What you're doing to me really hurts me. How you're treating me is affecting me as a person because the second that they say that or they start to express those emotions, how do we look at them? Some of y'all will sit there and be like, oh, I check on my friends. I am there for a man. I give him safe space, blah, 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 blah. But women who date or people who like to date men, whatever. How often is it that your man cries in front of you? And how often do you let them cry in front of you? Because think about all the times where you have cried and you've silently cried. And you didn't tell nobody, not even your significant other, not your best friends, all the other kind of stuff. Those same kind of emotions, feeling, tension, all that can literally happen to anyone, no matter your gender, your race, your ethnicity, socioeconomic background, all that stuff. That can happen to anybody. And how often is it that we really see a man cry? It's a huge thing nowadays for a man to cry at a wedding he he's showing his real emotions he's showing that he really loves her so he didn't cry in the relationship i'm not saying all cries would be bad cries but you've never cried like it's a serious question you never cried before 
not trying to compare my relationship. I've been, I've been one man for five years. I've seen this nigga happy cry, sad cry, upset cry, go through pain cry, excited cry. Like, I've seen so many different kind of tears. So it's just like, why is it a big deal if your significant other cries at the end of the altar? Like, he's happy that you're there. You're happy that you're there. Going in society and stuff, and what you hear, if my man doesn't cry at the end of the altar, then I'm going to just walk back. So you turning around and coming back is going to make him cry? So now we have to find a reason to cry just to... (laughs) Just to be there for your feelings and make you feel good. Like, I hope this is making sense to people because it's like some people will sit there and be like, oh, this is a joke. Selena, they're just over-exaggerating fairy. It's blah, 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 blah. Okay. I definitely understand that this is over-exaggeration because I do it all the time. However, in having conversations with so many men, growing boys, young males, adolescents, and they hear these things and they see these things, uh, it doesn't affect them as an over-exaggeration because it's one thing for one person or a few people to over-exaggerate, but then it's another thing when there's a mass majority of people saying the exact same thing. And it doesn't matter what state, city, country, life mass and form you go to, you keep hearing that that can weigh some... That can weigh a lot on a person. So... Another point is people's socioeconomic backgrounds, a.k.a. growing up, their childhood, their um, religious status, like based upon their family, their genograms, their family tree. Let's be honest, a lot of times, especially in the black community, because I've seen it, seen it a lot. Mothers have this um some mothers this is not all if it doesn't pertain to you then obviously duh but (laughs) i shouldn't say it like that but if it doesn't pertain to you then i'm not talking to you um but some mothers will sit there and shape their son into the man that they want them to be not the man that they should be or the man that they are destined to be they shape them in the man that they want them to be And that in itself causes a very unhealthy relationship and an unhealthy balance and can start to make um, a heavy testosterone person (laughs) start to react. Fathers, whether you're fathers in situations where you're present in the child's life, when you're present in the child's life and actively present in their life, but it's to the point where you're trying to Shape them into what society says a man is. So which means you take out the trash. If you don't take out the trash, you're weak. If you wear pink, you're gay. If you like ballet, you're gay. Um, Real men don't wear tidy whities I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, we hear these things coming from parents, older generations, saying all these things of what a definition of a man is and what society says a man is because you have to present yourself a certain kind of way to to be approved by others because we need other people to accept who we are in order for us to succeed in life. So as a growing man, 
as a growing male, not myself per se, or at all, not myself, but for growing men, for growing males, what the fuck? I can't wear pink because it's considered gay. I can't do all these things because it's gay and or because it's this or it goes against my quote unquote manhood. It goes against my moral ethics, my general code, blah, blah, whatever bullshit, because it does all those things. I have to train myself to not feel or act a certain kind of way because if I do, then I'm fucked in society's eyes. Because let's be honest, we know how we see how they treat the LGBTQ plus community. Do the LGBTQ plus community have a big um support system? They do. But let's not sit here and also act like society don't treat them like shit as well. So if you <laughs> beep beep. So if um you're sitting there telling a growing boy as a father and or as a mother that if some of the things that they're doing is gay and all these other kind of stuff, that's traumatizing to their mental health because it's like, oh, if I'm gay, then that means I'm gonna go through those same issues that the LGBTQ plus community goes through. Just like if you would sit there and tell a white boy that makes you look like a nigger. Oh, I see how they treat black people, so I don't wanna go through that. All those kind of things are very traumatizing. It's very traumatizing. Your words matter. Words are powerful. Words have meaning. Y'all sit there and read books. You read text every day. And you read that text in order to understand what the assignment is. Whether the assignment is to gain knowledge. To have a better understanding. To do something. What the fuck ever. You read to understand. To gain knowledge. And then perform based upon whatever you learned. So those are all words and you're constantly distributing those words to your kids or to people that are growing and they're trying to understand the world itself and then they're being told something else and they see something else. That's a lot. That's a lot. They get ridiculed on everything. Like that's just a lot on a guy. It's a lot on anybody. Not saying because girls, women go through it too. But again, we're only talking about men. Men having a safe space. And when it comes to men having a safe space to talk about those things that they're going through, the things that they went through, and the shit that they're constantly going through, if we look at their entire like lifespan and see what and why and how they became to be this person, it's because of that shit. Some men have been able to come out of it and say, you know what, that was a toxic upbringing and that does not define me now. So this is what defines me now, and I make my own rules to whatever in life. Cool, but there are some guys who are literally stuck in those ways because of those comments and statements, jabs, just to cultivate this idea of what a man is based upon somebody else's ideology. The bigger issue with this whole thing for me personally is I feel that there is a change in behaviors and not the behavior itself, but more so who claims this act. Meaning, nowadays, a lot of women, and it's a study that's been proven and it comes out all the time. It comes out like at least twice a year. Women are the ones with the most degrees. We're the ones with the masters, the doctors. We're the ones like going off and starting businesses, like entrepreneurs, all this other kind of stuff. Like women are doing the fucking thing for sure. 
in the midst of women doing all these things, what is also happening? A woman is understanding her sexuality more, realizing that being with one partner isn't the lifestyle that maybe she thought she wanted or um, she wants to really explore her options before settling. Because women growing up, we were always told to settle as soon as possible, get married as soon as possible, have kids as soon as possible, cater to our husbands, serve them in this life and next. <laughs> Family got reference. But like women are now starting to tap into that energy where it's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do what makes me happy first. And then I'm going to tap into that wifey side. And then I'm going to tap into that um, submissive side to someone who I see as my forever, which is not a bad thing. And while that's happening, men are also tapping into their emotions. But also what is happening in the midst of all that, as men are tapping into their emotions, what are we calling it? Their feminine side. We're calling it um, their girly side, the gay side. Like It's so many things that we're giving it a title to when in all actuality, why is that called a feminine side? How many times have we now seen that whenever a woman does something that is not what society deems as a woman's job or a woman's behavior. What they say, oh, you acting like a whole dude. You acting like a male. That's some manly shit. You acting like a nigga. First of all, what is manly shit? The fact that you can lift 175 pounds. Congratulations. There's plenty of women that can do that too. What is manly shit that you can run fast? Okay, have we not seen Shikari Richardson, Shakari Richardson? Hopefully I say her name correctly. There's other fast women for sure, but like that's who's in my mind right now. Um, what makes a man? Because you can take out the trash. Okay, um, it's women. It was been, it's been single mothers and women who live by themselves who take out their trash. What is a man? And if we're basing it off of things to impress other people, it's the dumbest shit ever. And that's the reason why society cannot, or one of the reasons why society can't advance. Why are we saying that these things are a man's job? It's not a woman's place to do this. It's not a man's place to be in this situation. Well, who the fuck says that? Who the fuck deems that it is okay for a woman to cry, but it's not okay for a man to cry? It's okay for a man to go fuck whoever he wants to fuck because his dick gets hard, but it's not okay for a woman to fuck who she wants to fuck because her pussy gets wet. Who de- who deemed that to be normal? Who said that this needs to be the way of living? Living, Nobody. It's just what a mass group of people said, and they started to publicize their opinion, and they scrutinized everyone who felt so different that it forced motherfuckers to retract, to retreat, and be a part of their way. It's so annoying hearing the term normal and healthy. Because what is normal? What is normality? Where does this come from? Normal is what a group of people put together and say that this is it. No, the fuck it ain't. Everyone has different fashion. We all have different DNA, RNA. We all have different ways of thinking, understanding, living. So because of that, we put, there's been these general boxes that shit has to go in and it makes life difficult. And one of these things that are difficult in life is men not being able to be vulnerable, be free, be able to express themselves physically, mentally, emotionally without being scrutinized. And again, there are some situations 
or there are situations, not even some, there are situations, period, where men, you are weird as fuck. But every man is not weird as fuck. There are situations where men, you're wrong as fuck. But every man is not wrong. So we need to start allowing more safe spaces for men in order to, and also it's not just, it's not even a reason why it's just to give them that ability to just be like loved and appreciated. We want love. We want appreciation. Everybody wants to be loved, appreciated, respected, um, treated with the utmost respect. But do you treat yourself like that? Sometimes we want other people to fill in gaps for us because we can't fill the gap in ourselves. And I feel like another thing to that is that's why we put so much pressure on men because men are supposed to be the ones to like fill this empty void and protect and certain um, provide and build the house so you can make it a quote unquote home always there to like play the game and that like men are so men have a job just like women have a job based upon societal terms but why do we always need somebody else to do the job for us when we can do the job ourselves working on ourselves is not a problem working on what we need for ourselves, and then thinking about or possibly adding someone else into the picture is not a bad idea. It's not a bad concept, but that's not about the, that's not the subject that we're talking about at hand. The main thing at hand is honestly, men need a safe space to be free, to be vulnerable, to be free and just to express. And as they're expressing and being free, they're not dealing with combative behaviors. Because again, I'm pretty sure at some point throughout any of these things that I'm saying, if whoever's listening to this was like, well, women go through this as well. The gays go through this as well. Black people go through this. Da, 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 da. We know. Well, not we. I ain't gonna speak for nobody else but myself. I know. I a thousand percent am aware a lot of things is what's going on in society. But my podcast not only talks about sex, it talks about mental health, sexual liberation, mental stability. And there's no way that as a woman, I'm going to just make my content strictly for women. Because without, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for sperm and an egg, a penis and a vulva, my father and my mother. Whatever my terms are with them, regardless. It took both of them. And I recognize my mom's struggles and my dad's struggles. And I empathize and sympathize with both of them. And so I feel like a lot of times women get a lot of attention on a lot of things because of a lot of the struggles that we have gone through. And we deserve it. And men deserve it too. They deserve the same opportunity to break down some of those traumatic experiences, those walls that have been built. They deserve an opportunity to really live in their feelings because they've been through some shit too. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.